Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Marcus Griffin here, and you're listening to Confessions from an Addict. I want to get right into it. Yesterday, yesterday I uh, was watching the news, and one of the topics, stories, was when I first initially saw it was 14-year-old buys drugs off the internet and dies. 14 years old. That's the first thing that hit me. Second thing was how as 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 not to be insensitive to the subject matter, but yes, of course, was anger. Like how stupid can you be to go ahead and find something off the internet? But he's 14 years old. So then already the anger subsides. You know, because they think in the moment. Anger subsides, we get back to the story. Comes back on and, you know, it elaborates, gives his name, what have you. I don't know if it gave his name. <coughs> and I'll be honest, I don't remember his name, which is even sad. I tried to look up on the Internet. I am not what you say, uh, technology savvy. I don't know. I don't know how I can track down a story I've been trying because I really wanted to put it. In the beginning of this piece that I'm doing here, I love it. I'm saying peace, how egotistical of me. But this podcast here, I wanted to put it before so you could hear, you know, because one of the messages that I took from that was the father saying, you know, he goes upstairs, tells his son, you know, we have dinner ready. You want anything? Son, yes, I he asked for some chicken. What happened? And father returns, goes back upstairs, finds his son died. Son has died. Son is dead. And he says, it's the worst day of my life. Now, what happened? It was laced with fentanyl. So I did more, not necessarily research trying to find, but here you have since January 29th, 2021, or no, studies up until January 29, 2021, has shown that 70,000 Americans have died from drug-involved overdose. Fast forward to another parent who believes that all drug users, drug abusers, drug addicts should just be killed, just die, take enough to kill yourself. No empathy, sympathy for the situation. And I was blown away. They should die for whatever pain they're suffering, for whatever trauma they're trying to escape, for whatever's going on. They should just die because they don't know how to cope. Now that parent is my mother. And I was puzzled. Part of me was puzzled for the first time because usually I would lash out with anger, like lash out with anger to to go ahead and name call like what what demon is inside you? What what are you so angry about? Why are you so like they should be condemned and punished and and, you know, but my first words were just 
Why? Why, one, do you look at them as the worst individuals on the planet? Worst to where they, whatever they're suffering, whatever they're using drug-wise, they should die? And so I went on and told her, like, you do realize they wish they could die. That drug that they're taking is either... They want to take enough to finally just not be here anymore. Or that drug they're taking is so that they can exist and be here. So some unfortunately meet their fate and die. Some figure it out that I want to live. And this drug is not This drug is destroying me worse than my thoughts, worse than my situation. But whatever they are going through, you don't think that it had to be something that they turned to drugs? And this young man is 14. 14 years old. No one deserves to die that young. And I say, what if... Your granddaughter got on drugs. I mean, I have an addictive personality. That's most, more than likely, and I do not wish this to happen at all. I am not putting it out there in any way to be like, I want this to happen so you'll see or you'll learn or whatever the case. But if your granddaughter, well, that was her choice, and yes. So you stand on that. You know, a woman told me, Words you can't take back. And she's absolutely right. Words you can't take back, but you can't move forward with action. And so this is my action. Maybe, you know, I'm not necessarily trying to expose people on here. I'm just trying to cope with my everyday living which isn't isn't in as far as the my friends what they know of is is great you stay at home with your mom obviously there's something you may enjoy may not but you're not doing anything to fix the situation so that could be that outside looking in where and i have to admit if i really hated it that much i would do something about it you know But this is my process of doing something about it, becoming whole, becoming healthier. It may be a slow process, but I've been out my mom's house back and forth off and on. And I want this time to be final. And so in that moment, it was just a I love you. And I'm going to my room. It's amazing what we do with suffering. You know, some people suffer and they get angry and filled with hate some people suffer and they in some miraculous way they're filled with love because they don't want no one to suffer so they're able to love you know and it all depends who you talk to if you if you would talk to my mom you would think that everything was someone else's fault And she did everything right to where 
hey, I didn't suffer. I didn't go down that road. But you're missing something. Your son went down that road. Your son went down that pain. You are totally deficient in ways of real, I don't want to say nurturing, you know, because people look at my situation. You, you get everything you want, you know, you're blessed. You're blessed. You have clothes on your back, you know. Yeah, that big kid, 38. You ask your mom, 20 $40. You got it, you know, all day long. But, if, you know, there's some things I haven't overcame. A lot of things, and I, and, and I no longer, you know, put that blame on her. I'm just pretty much saying you do not, you do not really know, you do not see what your actions have reaped because you yourself have won. You got the house. You got the great retirement. But you're killing people around you. And not in no slicing necks and slitting throats. Just slowly. Slowly you damage people around you. That you don't even see. You know, it's one of those things where... I'm going to go to this later, but it's not that life is short. It's the relationships with people that are short lived. That's the unfortunate thing about life. Too many relationships, too many highs, too many lows, too many of those things are short lived. That's what makes life where we could get that statement. Life is short. And I said it to say, I mean, let's say I break a woman's heart, but I bounce back. And guess what? I got a all that I did. I must do something right. I, this woman over here loves me. Nah, but you left somebody damaged. And I'm not saying I'm on, on some heal the world type stuff. Just trying to say I'm trying. If I'm trying to heal myself, that my world is healed. And if everybody, in my opinion, had that kind of thought process that as long as my people around me are healed. From, you know, it's almost that pay it forward as now I'm trying to uh, show more responsibility, show more care, show more consciousness in how I speak to my daughter. It's that reversing it that no, she doesn't have to live my demons, you know. And so it's interesting when people say get over things. How are you getting over it, though? Do you get over it? Bury yourself in your work, which I'm not saying is not productive. And I'm not knocking that at all. But do you bury yourself in the work and hide yourself there that you do not see what else is going on? Do you not see that maybe you have some things you could tend to that are more important? Maybe they're not more important. Just requires more work of you that you're not willing to put in. Because it's not your responsibility or it's not your place or I don't know whatever you need to tell yourself. Because to me, you get involved with somebody now. It's like when you, in my opinion, you get involved with somebody now. Yes. Whatever in whatever, in whatever capacity, for however long, the impression should be a good one. 
Did you present yourself like you're really listening? Did you present yourself like you are, you know, your best self? Someone that they may see, that they can may build from. Someone, I don't know. Told my mom I love you. And good day. <laughs> Rewind to year and a half ago, I say. I, I don't know the timeline. Things are blurred. I'm having a conversation. Angry. Can't believe you. I hope this. I hope this was this bad thing. Fuck you, bitch. You motherfucking cunt. Everything you could fucking think of under the fucking sun. Having this conversation on the phone. Friend turns to me. Damn, man, you and your woman fighting? Nah, my mom and I. Raw. Ain't nothing gonna come to you, motherfucker. This, this, that. Raw. He was, he, he couldn't believe it. Like, come on, man, that's your mom, man. She ain't shit to me. But you fast forward to now. That's what empathy is. I know you still hurt me. Drugs has taken a lot out of you. Some from you, but more than likely, more than likely a lot out of you. I'd hate drugs too. If I didn't understand it, I would hate him too. I'd hate him as if he's a uh, a bum standing in front of me holding my kid hostage or something. That good friend, I only say, I don't say good friend. That brother close to me, Mike Mitchell, has passed away. Comedian. And when you get to this understanding of, of just that, that love feeling in your heart, that just... It's to choose my words wisely. I've only been around this brother about five, six times. We took a trip to Fresno. Um, to book, I booked a gig, or he, he called me, like, hey, you want to go? Now, granted, it's a lot of comedians that bash him, and granted, my audience isn't vast. There's a widespread, there's a lot of people that know him. I'm just talking from my heart, because you know what? It's a lot of comedians. That in this game, due to the fact that you could get videos, get views, get subscribers, what have you, there's been a quick way to succeed in this game. Paying dues is seen through maybe going through your videos. But a lot of times your paid dues, your paying dues is short-lived. Now I understand the game. I was kind of overpaying dues. Now, granted, this guy hit me up, booked me. He called other people before me. He needed a ride. But I needed a getaway. Needed experience. Needed a drive. Needed to do some time. Most importantly, heck, I needed money. Drugs cost. <laughs> and we chopped it up that whole way. Good weekend. Bless me. And it's interesting to see a hustler work. And so when I say this to someone that's close to me, a hustler like my father. 
uh, a friend like road trip companion that you could see that just, hey, yo, man, I don't care what the money is, I'm going. Someone like you might see in yourself, close to you, something personal you can relate to. Get away, go to casino, we have a great show, $100 in our pocket. I don't know, I ain't asked how much he got paid, but I'm sitting there and it's funny what he, you know, what he exposed me because he's he shit talking motherfucker too. And I never forget, we sitting at the table with Blackjack and I laughed because one of the hands he lost, he's like, you think this shit is funny? And I think about that. I'm like, man, my personality is fucked up. <laughs> and so here's the thing. If you're not around a real individual or if you're around a real individual, they're going to make you question yourself sometimes about the shit you do. And if you can't handle it, you might not be able to fuck with a dude like that. Well, I can handle it. I sat back like, damn, I'm laughing at this nigga. And I don't know why I find his losing funny. And maybe I found the way he lost funny. But the most important thing is he lost. A lot of times, man, we get caught up in how, why. I know this is crazy to tie together, but someone died. He's gone. 14-year-old's gone. He's dead. Drugs. What, the, the why doesn't mean he deserves sympathy, tears? A parent is suffering. That doesn't touch you enough. Someone close to me passed. He was kind of there for me. That day I cussed out my mom, he came to the house, you know. And if you know Mike, he's smooth. Brother that, hey, whatever the situation, he's going to be Mike Mitchell. As I'm cussing, grabbing clothes, saying I ain't coming back to this motherfucker and thinking about where the fuck I'm going to stay or what have you and all this shit. He's Mike Mitchell. You, 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 you have a beautiful home here. Uh, I don't understand why, why he, he's so upset. No, you, you, you're a beautiful woman who provides for him and everything. He's trying to game. He's trying to mack on my fucking mama. <laughs> but he's Mike Mitchell, man. Always going to be him. Hey, you shouldn't talk to your mama like that, man. You should show more respect, you know. And I'm sad because we was going to do like a little YouTube video. I need to get my shit right. Something. Maybe I need to connect this to YouTube. But that's my Mike Mitchell. Like when you get the essence of everything where a person is just themselves, man, you'll never find a more authentic person. And I can fuck with that because I like to think that I'm as authentic as well. Mom, what the fuck you doing? Hey, man, you're going to stop arguing. Like a father figure, you're going to start yelling at your mama like that, this beautiful lady right here. You know, what's your name? Okay, I'm going to cool them out for you. I'm going to talk to them. No, nah, don't worry about it. I got it. You know, if you want to call or you need to talk to me anytime. What? This ain't the situation for that motherfucker. That's Mike Mitchell, man. We losing people too soon. Too soon. For whatever reason. 
Done time we speeding on the freeway. I'm mad because this dude can really go nonstop. When it comes to this comedy grind, he can go nonstop. I'm talking about he can perform from 6 p.m. to midnight to 2 a.m. I'm And I mean, that 2 a.m. is going to be him at the house with you, drinking with you. I don't know. I haven't had that experience. I've been up with him once in Fresno. You know, I'm speeding on the freeway talking shit. He's like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, we get to the ice house. I mean, everything quiet. I'm just mad. Let me get my shit out. I'm rambling. I'm talking. Had this look in his eyes, man. And I'm glad he spared my life. He had a look like, I'll fuck you up. It's Mike Mitchell, man. But he always there. If you need, if you really need someone to talk to. I talked to him two days or so before he passed. This life is fragile. And if you don't have sympathy to it or love for it or or yearn to understand how to get the best out of this life, when it takes you under, what's what's, what's your life going, what what are people going to say about you? I mean, are you pleased with your life in this moment? That was a moment yesterday I was doing this podcast. I didn't print it, publish it or anything. Print it. I didn't publish it. I didn't put it out there. I'm frustrated. You know, three plays here, four plays. Is it really worth it? If you ain't living this life for you, though, and everybody that you can touch, it really doesn't matter. Maybe I touched five. Maybe I touched six. All the words that come true is just crazy because I'm tired of living a hypocrisy. In my own world of I want compassion, I want love, I got to give compassion, give love. And then at the same time, I, I want to crush a motherfucker's heart. You can't do both. And with that, I forgive my mother. Because you can't do both. You cannot say I wish all drug users is dying, would die, would kill themselves off. And then let your son live so well. And then love your granddaughter so much as you say, if that was her, you can't. The pain and agony, that you can't do both in this life. I'm privileged. I am. Some see it as a blessing. Unfortunately, with my vision, I've seen it as a curse. Unfortunately, with my delusion, illusion, whatever you want to call it, my ego, seen it as a curse. Because I've seen so many people that have struggled overcome. Hell, I've seen my mom overcome. But unfortunately, and maybe I held this guilt to her. I held, you know, her in contempt in some sense, like for bringing me into this world. This chaos, you know, I didn't, I didn't appreciate this life. Good, wrong, bad, and different. I always seem to get my way. I always had someone passing words of encouragement. Some would say kissing my ass for whatever talent, for whatever look, for whatever. I, I got walked through a lot. 
when I should have been getting my ass beat a lot. Now, these people that struggle, really, like, brought them down, took them down. They're doing better than me. And my only complaint is, you don't understand. I never had a struggle. They're like, no. And that's my thing. That's where I'm at right now. Can't do both. You can't say you want to struggle, then struggle, and then cry. Can't talk about, I get this, I get that, I get what I want, and then don't go for things you want. That's going to take hard work. Can't do both. Can't want this life and not live this life. That's what I'm saying, man. Live this life. It's precious. It's beautiful. It's ugly. It's horrible at times. But we live it on in memory. Some of us. So I want my memory, my legacy to live on. Striving every day to keep this thing going. But to all those people that suffer, them, them addicts, man, you got to be careful out there. They doing new shit in these drugs to make them stronger. Made more addictive. Made, they can charge more. They get this, it's, a, it's a money game and a numbers game. How many more numbers and people we going to lose? I got over 100 days clean. And whoever's out there, I want you to be clean right now. Be clean with yourself. Whatever guilt, anger, pain. Suffering you holding on to, you can't do both. Can't wake up every day with it. It's going to keep you causing you to stay right then. Make that right choice, man. That's all I'm saying. To Mike Mitchell, most love to you. Much love for showing us. I would say this as a, as a man. He showed comedians, some of us, the ones that get it, he showed the raw, gritty nature side of comedy. Duh. Yeah, I like you, but feed my pockets. I'm still a hustler. That's what comedy's about. You to entertain. This craft does have a payoff. So sometimes I might, yeah, might give you that real. Hey, you disappoint me on these numbers and this and this and that. Or he might talk that shit that you don't like to fucking hear. Or hey, he might just talk shit in general because that's who the fuck he is. And he'll fight you in a heartbeat if you feel a certain way about it. He ain't hiding behind no fucking computers. He ain't running. And you see how that life looks. He carried pain in his eyes. But he carried passion as well. I hope all of us can carry on something of you. Because you touched plenty of us. I wish to carry on your drive, brother. Much love to you. Apologies for the shit you hearing or the shit that we've ever had beef in the past. Me being emotionally immature. But much love to you. Much love to everyone out there that's suffering. Let's choose life, y'all. Have a great day.